Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Strikes Back. My name is George, and you're listening to our review of The Nun with the boys Connor. Hello. And Benny. Hey there. So, here we are, the fifth installment in the Conjureverse, or Ooh. the Conjuring Universe. The pre-pre-pre-prequel. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, a spin-off to 2016's Conjuring 2, The Nun. We've all been pretty excited for this one. Yeah. What a standout character in that film. Yeah. It's like and the most iconic part of the, the controversy. And I think yeah. it was you, George, telling me that that, wasn't, that character wasn't even meant to be in that film originally. Like, that's all in post or something. They had sort of left intentionally left it blank so that in the reshoots, once they'd figured out uh, this demon, uh, they would insert it. So... It, pretty, pretty ingenious filmmaking. Pretty, pretty fascinating stuff. But uh, before we get into our expectations, Connor, what is this film all about? Can you give us a little bit of a summation of the Nun? I can. It's a prequel to the entire Conjuring verse. Um, I think this is the earliest film in the series, as you just mentioned. Um, it uh, takes place in, I believe, Romania in 1950 something or other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it follows a, a priest and a nun, um, no relation, to... <laughs> bad joke. <laughs> I was disappointed with myself. Um, a priest and a nun that are, are called to investigate the murder of another nun in a convent in Romania. Um, suicide. Suicide. Sorry, what did I say? Murder. Oh, yes. Well, self-murder. Mm. Um, uh, and then they go there and they have wacky adventures together um, as they try and divulge the secret and the mystery of the nun. Yes. Yes. So, guys, as I said, we were all feeling pretty excited for this. Uh, you guys want to get into a little bit more of how you were feeling, overall impressions as well, and then we can get into some non-spoiler, nitty-gritty yeah. review stuff. I'll go. I mean, I watched Conjuring 2 a little bit later than you 2 so it was fairly fresh my first time seeing it. Um, and The Nun was definitely a big standout of that film, as you mentioned, Ben. Sorry, had you already seen Conjuring 2 when we watched it together? No, that was the first that time, was the first time, time I'd seen it. That was yeah, the first okay. time I'd seen it, too. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, okay, oh, sorry, I thought you had seen it before no, that. No. Um, so, yeah, that was a real big standout. I was really interested to uh, see how they went about it. Um uh, interested to see the kind of the origin or, or just something. Um, what really, really, really intrigued me about this film was the setting. Um, it just Romania, a secluded monastery or, or castle like that. Just for me, I was like, that's freaky. Uh, and, and that got me really intrigued to see how they were going to play this out. I just think that the, the setting had so much potential for, for uh, just being downright creepy. Yeah, most definitely. How yeah. Are you, so as I just mentioned, Conjuring Two, I saw the, for the first time um, with you, Connor, not that long ago. But that wasn't my first experience with the Nun, because um, as as listeners know, uh, I work in a cinema um, as a projectionist occasionally, and I just remember one time being up in projection and seeing through the porthole that uh, that painting scene. Oh yeah, where where mm. uh, the Nun painting just comes right at Vera Farmiga, and it scared the shit out of me. No That's doubt. like one of the most uh, scared I've been by a visual from a movie I haven't seen. <laughs> so well directed and crafted. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so the nun, of course, was an absolutely iconic character already. Um, I feel like my expectations were pretty moderated for this, though, because... It's a lot to live up to. Absolutely, yeah. It was used you know, so sparingly and so effectively in Conjuring 2. Um, and then you know, we've, we've seen this before with Annabelle, which is a movie that I haven't seen, but everyone hated. <laughs> um but then there was Annabelle Creation, which I absolutely love. 
um, I think is my favorite film in the in the controverse. Um, Very successful. Yeah, really yeah. nice for a spinoff and a nice improvement. I think. Mm. I, I think Annabelle one gets a lot more flack than it deserves. It genuinely has one of the best jump scares I've ever seen That's in cool. my life. Yeah. It is so well put together. Mm. On the whole, it's unbelievably average, though, and I think that's why if you if you put hold it up against Conjuring One, mm. that's why. Yeah, but but otherwise, I've been watching as as you guys know a lot of horror these past few months, and um, the things that have been standing out to me are the things that do something a little different. So all of these Conjuring movies, even the great ones, and some of them are great, they're pretty standard haunted house kind of movies. Mm-hmm. They're done better than most, but it's just a lot of ooh, there's a bump in the night. Ooh, there's a thing. And then turn the light on, it's gone, it's fine. It's um it's a lot of that stuff. And uh I don't it's I'm not worn out by it. I'm not I'm not done with it by any stretch just yet, but um I don't know. I, maybe I just didn't expect this movie to do anything too new. Yeah. Yeah, I was really, really excited for this. Mm. I, I thought the marketing campaign was pretty solid. Uh but the I'm always getting excited for anything that James Wan slaps his name on and mm. this one in particular was tantalizing i thought i completely agree with you connor the period setting was great the conjuring movies have sort of been more sort of mid 70s set in the mid 70s and it was it was i was pumped to pumped to go to a different country out of the states pumped to go to the 50s Mm. um uh and overall overall impressions if we're going to get into that now uh i'm quite disappointed with the nun you know when i first when we first came out of the film i was sort of like okay i need sort of think about this for a bit Mm. um but overall the nun was felt more like uh, a very sort of surface level theme park ride Mm. where the scares were some of them were really effective but there was no narrative character arc something like that to really rope me into this film to make me to heighten the level of scare and that's where i feel like the other conjuring films are so successful in the writing of the characters this one they were very 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 thinly veiled and that really disappointed me Mm. it didn't invite me into the story you know uh i i thought uh if we're going to go with some positives um i thought the production design was great there was some really fantastic stuff with the nun um character like sitting in that throne like those scenes, those pieces of dialogue were really effective, really creepy. Um, yeah, I think aesthetically and, and the direction of some of the scenes, some of the scares was, was very effective. But it was that lack of the characters and it was just something that didn't invite me in. There was a sort of, I felt like a distance away from this film. Totally. I mean, that's where these Conjuring movies set themselves apart from other horror movies by having these great characters, um, you know, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga in particular, are such credible actors that they lend something to these movies that you don't find in your average mm. slasher ghost story. Well, I mean, in, in Conjuring 2 alone, the idea of losing Patrick Wilson is, like, it's genuine. It's mm. devastating as like, well. You don't want, like, when she's having the, those premonitions of him dying and you're like, I don't want that to happen. They're like, there's genuine concern for that character because they've built that character up throughout the series. Whereas Demi and Bashir in this, I'm just like, kill that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> there's, the, there's, there's approximately three characters in this movie. Um, we're not going to talk about spoilers or anything, but uh, yeah, I was just like, let's just, if there's going to be a thrill ride, let's be thrilling about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, End him. Yeah, I'm probably going to be the most negative about this movie. I thought it was weak as fuck. Um, I thought it was the least scary film in the Conjuring universe um, and just the worst overall. Again, not having seen Annabelle. But from what I hear, maybe I'd like that more than this. Yeah. Um, I, I, thought, I, thought they, I thought they took the character of the nun who was 
so chilling and terrifying and effective in The Conjuring 2 and uh, just made her kind of goofy and by the end of the film, dumb. And I was like, man, <laughs> they really did a number on that nun. <laughs> so I'll, um, I'll give it some positives because I think I probably came out of this the most positive out of anyone. <laughs> um, I, I really looked at this as a... I looked at it as a, a ride, I think in the same way that you did, George, except kind of in a positive light. I just kind of allowed myself to be taken on this the the journey. Um, I don't expect the last act of a of a film to ever be scary or intense or really actually that good. Um, which again is is you're right. It is where the Conjuring films have kind of set themselves apart in a lot of ways. But um, this just kind of felt like a fun little ride, and I'm okay with that. What um, are you me? Sorry, <laughs> yeah, it sound like me. <laughs> it does, yeah. I just, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to take it too seriously, and I think that that's, I, I particularly do that with horror films because I feel like horror films, more than any other genre, is so easy to lose, uh, lose, lose the kind of mindset that you should be in with a horror film. Mm, it's about experience. Yeah, exactly, and you really have to be. Um, I mean, this applies to any movie, but I think horror films more than anything else is you have to be willing to let the movie do its thing. Um, and I don't think that the nun did too much to bring me out. Um, it, it delivered on some pretty damn good scares, um, which we can get kind of more into during spoilers. But, um, I thought by like the third time someone really stupidly was slowly peeking around a corner or something after hearing a noise was too many, let alone the next 10 times. But that's just a trope of horror films. Like, I mean, totally, but I'm just in a really bad place to watch this. Cause like I said, I've been watching a lot of horror lately and a lot of fucking fantastic horror. Mm. Um, I mentioned some great stuff on the weekly show and this was, yeah, this was just really behind this. Very baseline. I I feel like it was ticking the boxes, Mm. but it wasn't doing anything other than that. So it's not necessarily a bad film, but it's just painfully average. Well, some of my favorite, favorite horror films are the the films that just tick some boxes like i mean i love the woman in black it's one of my favorite horror films but i would say that's vastly superior to this i i would say that as well i love that movie i think it's a fantastic movie anything other than tick boxes like that's that is a stock very effectively very effectively creates uh period piece horror film which often is very weak um, I think the production design is amazing in that, way better than this one. And I think the sophistication of the actually direction of that scenes, particularly that twenty minute scene in the Woman in Black, that's crazy. That's watch a that crazy movie. scene. Have you, you never seen, seen the Woman in Black? Let's mm-hmm. watch that, man. man. I'd be so down to watch that. If you're if yeah, you're yeah. going on a horror kick, that's the movie to watch. Yeah, definitely. It's really cool. Um, I mentioned in the weekly show that I watched uh, Oculus very recently, which I actually watched after the Nun. Thank God, because that is a movie that has, um, super intelligent main characters in terms of what they're trying to do how they're tackling this situation mm-hmm. you, you watch it and logical yeah they just come out with shit that you're like it's brilliant yeah. like not only is it like you Thank know god because in most horror movies you watch it and you're like oh don't do that that's stupid not only are they not just like not doing that they're like coming up with things you wouldn't even think of like, it's brilliant yeah um so and then you come to the nun where it's just like very early on in the film these characters like know that this place is fucked it's real bad but then they're just. Yeah. But as soon as that happens, I kind of like shift myself into a gear where I'm like, okay, I know what I'm going in for now. Like, I'm just gonna let 
the dumb characters do their thing, and I'm gonna let myself be scared by the stupid things that happen. And like, totally. I totally. But I feel like the conjuring, the controversy set it up in a way that's a little more naturalistic. Yes, this movie has a pedigree that mm-hmm. brings with it certain expectations. I will see. And I, I know have, that's that's unfair if, to lay on. Yeah. If a this single was movie. Like, if this was unrelated to the controversy, I would look at this very differently. Totally. Hundred percent. Yeah. So maybe I would think, oh yeah, this is just like a tick in the box kind of horror film, but in the mm. conjuring verse. That's where it's a big letdown. Do you know what I think that this could do very effectively is set up another film with <laughs> so, these Well, that's characters. the thing. Because that's what they do. They fuck up the first one and they do the nun creation. <laughs> the yeah. nun creation. And it's set 20 years before yeah. the nun yeah. and it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Hell, with, with the backstory that they set up on that, I'd be, I'd be fucking down to yeah. watch the that. Back, some of the backstory stuff of the nun was pretty interesting and cool. Yeah. That was some yeah. of the only kind of different stuff in this, I thought. Yeah. Do you know another thing that was really disappointing about this was the use of green screen. Mm. I think some of the CG work and the digital sets with those coffins, like that mm. room looks terrible to me. <laughs> yeah. What? That that room was not a physical set. That was a digital set. Really? The the entrance to the monastery or mm. the entrance to the covenant? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know to if me I... to me like I've always loved how all the Conjuring films have taken the time to build that set. I mean, look at the Conjuring 2 when they're going below into the basement and it's water everywhere mm. and it feels Very like you're Very clearly there. a real set. This looks a bit clearly. slicker, which is really at odds with the, the you know, Romanian castle setting. I thought, like, I was like, is this a Windows 95 <laughs> screensaver? Like, I did not notice that. Like, like, the, the, tree, the tree branches, I was like, holy fuck, this looks like a music video from 2004. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't know if I'm being normally. I like, I, I'm normally you guys are a little more harsh on CG, but mm. uh, for me, the CG work on this was piss, piss poor. Really, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I bet we talk about the titular nun. Um, how we, how we felt, how, how we feel she was used in this first half, excellently. Second half, as I said, uh, whenever you reveal the monster, um, it's uh, it's never as scary. Uh, I thought that, um, particularly with the nun, that they might be able to get away with that because we already you, know the you monster. already know already the monster. Seen it That's the yeah. problem. Yeah. It's but, like we've always already had that reveal scene in Conjuring Two, where it's like we know exactly who this is. But mm. it's not even just that, like because I still found her presence there creepy in the first half of the film like they just used her a little bit more sparingly, like it wasn't as aggressive. And that's kind of one of the things that I found about this film is that they. There's a point where it moves into almost like an action film where it's the hero that, that has to, and there, there's, a, there's quite clearly a point where that happens. And, and when that clicks over, that's in my brain. I was just like, all right, this is the kind of movie that we're going for. Um, which, you know, if, if you weren't willing to make that shift in your mind, I can see how that would become very upsetting to have the character used like that or the, the nun kind of turn out like that. I don't want to say too much without getting into spoilers, which I think we should get into relatively soon. Yeah. Well, good old good old Valak, uh, the Defiler, the Marquis of Snakes, was mm-hmm. was not something that was hidden in The Conjuring 2 because that painting was there for the whole movie. And um that only enhanced the dread somehow. I don't know, that really worked. And you 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 know, you see the nun through this in briefly but clearly. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's just uh I I don't like she looks exactly the same as she does in The Conjuring except this time it just it more struck me that it's like, oh, man, Marilyn Manson's looking really goofy yeah. <laughs> in this movie. Um, there, w- I, there was just not this level of threat with Valak. 
Oh, it, it, in this one, like, so uh, ill-defined, which is the case for most of these entities, I find. But in this one especially, it was just like, it seems all-powerful, but uh, is it just fucking with them or not? Like, is it actually trying to kill them? What's happening here? I think one thing they could have gone a little bit more into in this, which something they did in Conjuring 2, was there was multiple demons at work. There was mm. multiple dark entities, and they all had their own agenda. Mm. And there was kind of like a lot of different layers there that worked quite nicely mm. and i think that's something that could have been more successful for this was adding in something else with valak to just create something else there to keep me intrigued because by the end of it i was like let's just wrap this up mm. you know i'm i'm uh, like we're going for the third act for finale you know yeah let's let's okay another 15 minutes i'll be out of here it felt much that's more sparse like. than than the other Conjuring films, which I think the the hallmark the of, of those movies. Well, yeah, the hallmark of those movies is they're so chock full of um, good characters yeah. and evil entities. It's mum and dad, there's the seven kids. There's it's kitchen sink, you know. You know, there's like ten, twelve characters, and in this one, there was like four. Yeah. And Three. the odd thing is, and I will agree with you on this, where they didn't develop the characters in the same way. Um, in this, they have less characters, but it seems as they have less development of those characters oh, as well yeah. Yeah. which just seems odd because you'd think that if there's less characters that they need to focus on totally they could spend more time developing those characters the movie's only like 90 minutes long it's, it's a fairly short film it's bizarrely like bereft of content <laughs> for I, something i thought tysa um farmiga farmiga mm. she had a really interesting first opening scene mm. with the kids talking with the kids with the bible and talking mm. about this is god's love letter to us mm. this isn't really getting into spoilers but i felt like there was like wow okay we've got a really interesting character here mm. she's coming to a crossroads in her life making a big decision there's a lot here that we can tap into mm. and i was like wow that's a complete opportunity lost there's so many interesting narrative threads you can go with this character some kind of self-conflict second guessing themselves where do i want to go with the rest of my life completely undeveloped completely undeveloped her and demi and bashir i was really disappointed with that as well yeah like there's a great opportunity a lot of interesting setup like it's not like there's just nothing there and they don't capitalize it there's interesting stuff there and they don't really delve into it at all yeah there's a lot of tension in the in the introduction of um demi and bashir's character that you get the sense that this is a really in you get the sense that it's a really interesting character and that mm. you would like to find out a little bit more about him mm. and why he's so at odds with like the Catholic church and like, what's his backstory. And then they never really go into it. They give the kind of the cursory, this is the demon in my past type thing, but not by, really anything beyond that. By the end, she felt like a child. He felt like a buffoon. And how do we feel about the comic relief character, Frenchie? I, I, he had one line, which I was like, holy fuck. I it wasn't even, it wasn't his it, line. It was Damien Bashir's line that oh, yeah, cracked yeah, yeah. me the he fuck up. up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I that, found him mostly okay, but hidden miss. That was the saving grace for me. Yeah, so so I, I mentioned to you guys, we'll, we'll say it in spoilers, I think, but I mentioned to you guys, I had the analogy when I came into this, every Conjuring movie has one iconic scare, I think, just one image that gets burned in my brain. This one did not at all, but it had one iconic joke, which is the yeah. funniest thing yeah. in the entire Conjuring we'll uh, universe. Oh, so good. Because all the marketing was like, witness the darkest chapter. This yeah. is easily the funniest Conjuring yeah. Easily, easily. Yeah. And, and the most like, it's lighthearted, like it, it just, yeah, and that's totally. kind of my in my head. There was a moment where they switched to like action film, mm-hmm. almost mm. um, like action adventure film, and I was like, okay, like I get it. Like it, it now it's scary. Like the mummies is scary. Like you know, it's <laughs> yeah. that kind of. When Brendan Fraser shows up, that was really over <laughs> yeah, the top, that was I weird, thought. right? <laughs> <laughs> but it made sense in the context. Yeah. 
Um, final impressions? Yeah, let's go for recommendations Look, and final wrap-ups. I think this is a fun film. If you go into it not expecting the same kind of depth and, and um, complexity that at least the two Conjuring films have delivered, I haven't watched either of the Annabelle films, so I can't comment on them, but um, don't go in expecting Conjuring 2. Go in being like, this is a fun little romp in, in Romania type thing. Yeah. I think this movie is a complete victim of expectations and uh, its own marketing uh, like I just said before, witness the darkest chapter of the Conjuring universe. That's some lofty heights you're setting up there. If this movie was its own thing, I would probably only have good things to say about it, to be honest. It's a fun little horror movie. I don't hate it. I don't think it was a bad experience. I just don't think it was scary, and I don't think it was good. So that's kind of... You need one of those for a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, I'm bitterly disappointed with The Nun. I was really excited for 2018 to have... Uh, a fun conjuring, you know, another fun film entered entered into the controversy, mm. and we didn't get that with the nun. It's, uh, I mean, I'd be interested to watch Annabelle again to see how this compares mm. uh, because yeah. that has a very very iconic scare. I might check it's that so out. So well done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ultimately, the nun crushingly disappointing. Crushingly, crushing that. I'm, uh, I'm a bit so of hyperbole. Like, that's a bit I'm, of hyperbole. I but, think it might be. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, I think the the way to describe it was just t- ticking the boxes. You know, it's an average film. It's a very average, average mm-hmm. horror film. As as this is our recommendation segment, can we recommend what we think you should watch instead of the nun? Because I'm going to say, just having watched recently, uh, Ouija, Origin of Evil, and yeah. Oculus. Check these fucking movies out. Mike Flanagan is a master in horror. Um, if if you're thinking about watching the nun, go watch these instead. They're on Netflix. They're amazing. Go watch Annabelle Creation. Yes, I watched Hell that yeah. two nights ago. Mm. Or yeah, Friday night, and I, no, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I will disagree. I'll say go watch this. I think it's uh, a cool little addition into the controversy. They, they do some, uh, and this is something we haven't mentioned, they do some cool connective tissue in there as well. Um, uh, it's all connected. It's all connected in this wild little verse. Um, and I think it's, uh, I mean, again, don't take it too seriously. Go into it. Um, if the controversy continues, um, I think this will be a cool little side side one. Like it, It'll just, it'll be there i think this will be the incredible hulk of the controversy yeah Yeah, exactly Ooh, wow i yeah maybe let's get into some spoilers if you haven't seen this get out of here let's get into what happened in this movie can we we open up with taser farmiga's character who for the entire movie pretty much i thought was playing vera farmiga's character that was weird Um, casting lorraine warren i'm still not sure i completely understand what happened i don't know if there's Meant to be a connection there. There's there's a wraparound, a beginning and end um, with the Warrens. Yeah, it's previously seen footage with yeah. some yeah. slight edits. To Which I really didn't like that to this film. I didn't like the way it was executed. No, with like yeah. the freeze frame at the end. It's really I silly. Hate, when they, really, when, when they <laughs> kick off a movie and it's all old footage from mm. like feels cobbled cheap. together. Feels like a clip it's show. like oh fuck. Okay, well I guess they they missed out on that budget for this one. Mm. So they introduced Tessa Farmiga as the novitiate. And she has visions, just like Lorraine does. And, I mean, my own stupidity is just not remembering the characters' names and being like, okay, it's a different character. But at least you'd think they're related, right? But the movie never delves into that yeah, at all. No, so I, I think, think that so. there's, they've left room for a... Um, something to happen there. Something yeah. in between. Because like, there's no way that they are not in some way, shape, or form related. Like it, just, it, it would be absolutely bizarre. They've totally left room for it, which I think is the worst kind of like shared universe making. Because you know, w- without another nun film, there is no connection whatsoever. There's just two related actresses being in different films. 
But more so with their character, I found really bitterly, bitterly disappointing was, you know, she was going to do her um, whatever the ceremony is to become a nun. Mm. Um, that nun, was the nunning. The nunning. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the official <laughs> term. Thank, thanks for that. Um, she was about to go do the nunning, and like that was a really interesting discussion point. And as I said before, she's in the classroom at the beginning talking about this is God's love letter to us. Mm. There was some really interesting ground they could have taken with the institutionalization of the Catholic Church. Because, you know, maybe this character isn't playing with, do I believe, am I wrestling with my faith? Maybe she's actually believing in the Catholic Church, you know, and there was something interesting there to explore. Yeah, and the nuns were dicks, and so was the Vatican. yeah. Yeah. So, like, let's let's go, oh, no, we're just, no, no, we're just going to go and do this. And that felt really, really underwhelming for me. At the end, she's going ahead with it, yeah, becoming a nun. Yep. Yeah, she she yep. like in in the little. It's not what I, so there's no character get, arc. Getting ready. Yeah. There's scene. no character arc with any of these characters. She becomes a nun. Yeah. Well, I, spe- I, I literally, I'm so dumb. I spent the whole movie thinking she was Lorraine Warren. So I'm like, oh, she's not going to become a nun, obviously, because she's got to go marry Patrick Wilson. Um, yeah. Um, so <laughs> Demi and Bashir, um, I thought was so dumb in this movie. <laughs> like he just kept doing like the slow look over thing, which is, um, you know, it was overdone 20 years ago. So. I, like there were, there were just one too many, you know, or ten too many. And just like how he was interacting with the nun, and she's in that black veil, and she's creepy as fuck. Mm. And he's just like having this pretty regular kind of conversation. But that's with her. again, that's just a trope <laughs> like, of horror films. And it I, is. I think that is. leave this place. Yeah. Like, so um, the beds are upstairs. Yeah. Or um, can I use the John? Uh, <laughs> but I mean, that's, I mean, like that. You're you're basically making critiques of the horror genre. As a whole, like that's that is stock. Mm, we're talking about this movie specifically because I think it's p- more poorly executed than than but anything normally, we've seen in recent. Normally, memory. it's like maybe a creepy old lady with a veil over her face, and maybe you can see her nose and her chin, and like you know, it's it's like obscured, but it's you. you sort that, of that's get your impression. yeah. This, that's one, this one, one looked like Satan. This one was like <laughs> I'm literally like the fucking angel of death from uh, Hellboy Two. She was flying around the room oh, upside yeah. down, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> like I just thought, spinning yeah, around, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just thought the execution. I think you're being overcritical was, um, at this point. So, so execution was poor. Yeah. What I what I would follow up that with is you know after he like shit so early on is like clearly Wrong. the devil's work. Yeah. It's not like there's some bumps in the night. It's like oh, what's actually going on here? It's like the nun is here. It's a fucking demon. He gets buried alive. Um, which but is a cool is, scene, But I mean, mostly. this is his, his whole job is he should have died. He should have died to, in that very last scene. Yeah. But his whole job is to deal with this kind of stuff. So him not being freaked out by that doesn't... He's freaked bond. out by it, though. He's well, terrified. He, like, he, but he is. You, but you're like, you're him, making my point. It's his job to deal with this stuff, and he deals with it horribly, I feel. Um, like, he could, a few more precautions would have been nice. Yeah, I, I think that they could have... check out the place during the day once and then come back they, later. They certainly could have delved into that a little bit more. Mm. Um, I, I think, you know, the way that we're uh, kind of... Or you're attacking it is a bit overcritical. But I certainly think that there would definitely be room to improve on that side. Um, his character didn't seem altogether too, um, too with it. Mm. The Frenchy character was fun. And well, yeah, and that was an interesting part of this film. Like he was very much the comic relief of this film, mm-hmm. and um, to he's... kind of move around a little bit. We I, I mentioned quite a bit about the the moment where I felt that this movie turned into an action film, and that's when you know Frenchie puts an axe into that fucking zombie's <laughs> head, and I was like, okay, we've got like 
zombies. Like this, this changes the tone of this film. And from yeah. that moment onwards, like when he's using the shotgun and stuff, I'm like, this now is no longer really a horror horror film for me. Like this is more of like a horror a- action or adventure film. Mm. Um, and and then like the it didn't like I just I don't know I just kind of like let it go. Frenchy was a little lame, but but endearing at the same time. He lasted a lot longer than I expected to. Yeah. I, I didn't think did he'd he last till the end. Exactly. I thought he'd be. Yes. I thought he'd be like fodder. At <laughs> he the he is the the um character at the beginning of Conjuring One. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that was the loop. Yeah, but, yeah. I I really like the line, the the French Canadian line. That so, was that was hilarious. Yeah, and they um what the the MacGuffin in this movie is the blood of Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah is, that's God the all powerful solve any problem. Blood of Jesus. That was that was another weird thing about this. I I didn't I liked the concept of of them raising something from hell, but and I loved the concept that they had to be praying at all. That like, was cool at all time to keep this at bay and all that. But um, I didn't like the the throwback scene where the nun emerges or the demon emerges. Mm. Um, I thought that was a bit weak. Were um, were all of the nuns dead the whole time? Yeah. Uh, well, no. There was the two that die at the beginning yeah. were the ones that um, were left. Yeah, those were the last nuns in the convent. So the, the why other nuns, why yes. did they? But go- what they were alive? No, they were visions, right? No, the the two in in the the, the prologue where they go and confront her in the, yeah. in the basement and she kills herself. Yeah, that I, I would that yeah. Those were real. They would be the last two nuns in the place. Still alive. Maybe. So the whole concept of it was that oh. these nuns over the years I didn't had died. Understand this movie. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> I don't think this movie understood this movie, yeah. to be honest. Um, it, I mean, it was fairly simple. Like, I mean, the, the nuns uh, died along the way, and then the two that were left, um, you know, she tried to, uh, I think she tried to kill it with the blood of Christ, but failed miserably. Um, and then she's like, all right, you need to, like, fuck off because this person's going to try and, or this nun is going to try and, uh, you know, take your body and this is how it's going to come into the world. So she's like, if I'm dead, the, the nun can't do that. That's why she killed herself. This is so, one of those situations where if they just hadn't done anything, it would have been great. Like um, if they never showed up to investigate. No, it, I think wouldn't... the whole point, and this is how I read it, is that they're the last two. They either have to like, it's basically like shit or get off the throne type thing. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. you got to do something. because <laughs> yeah. Otherwise the nun is just going to continue to like, etch away at you and eventually take one of them i um, liked the mm. um i liked the praying scene where all the nuns are praying i love and that then scene. That then great. it was like oh this is no other nuns. so where did they go then if they weren't visions they are visions but yeah they are visions those are yeah. yeah the last two at the beginning yes were real nuns yeah and all the other ones, other yeah, ones that's what yeah. Saying okay, the whole time. Right. yeah i thought you guys were saying something completely different yeah, I, I feel like we were pretty clear <laughs> okay. right. oh you weren't you weren't um and the audience will will side with me on this one right do you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you know, editing i will give you this do you know what scene i did really enjoy is the scene of frenchie walking through the um the graveyard no, the the dead nuns that are just standing around. That was cool. He walks in, he's like, oh, the heads are turning. Of course. Him, yeah. Um, mm. I loved that scene. Um, there's a, there's a lot of little scenes that I I, I thought that well directed, were done really well. Yeah. Like, um, despite the kind of the stupidity of the action, action, sorry, Father Burke going out to the the forest and following that kid, and the way that kid kind of yeah. like peeked around the the um trees and that stuff was well done that was creepy yes that was really creepy i, I yeah. agree with that and I, I mostly like the buried alive scene um yeah i, that was I, I don't know about pretty that one interesting 
Yeah, I, well, I, I, I just. I didn't like how he just tripped into it. Necessarily. Yeah, there was something. <laughs> no, he totally. just tripped into it, and then like, there's something with you in the box, like. Yeah. I don't know. Just the the physicality of it seemed strange. Well, I, I just like arms coming out of the out of the wood. That's know? what I liked about it because because he's lying in a coffin. Yeah, like there's obviously no room in there for the yeah, nun. But then the, the nuns is right behind him. I'm like that's that's kind of yeah. weird. I like that. I, I like that as well. That really stuck with me was like when they're walking along. I can't remember who which character it was, but the um the 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 body the hung body just goes comes into frame from yeah. a, from the top and I was like holy fuck let's <laughs> get the shit out of me I was like well played that was that was well done the, the, that was a good uh, the good, imagery good of scan. the nun um, when Frenchie finds her is really creepy like the the mouth just like eaten away um, by oh right the, the nun who killed herself yeah, yeah. Um, this movie's hard to talk about there's like a dozen nuns a dozen, it. <laughs> it's so confusing um, 12 nuns. you know what it reminded me almost of is is it the grunge where she's got like her lower jaw removed and it's just her tongue just kind of like wagging Whoa. around the grunge or the grudge the grudge sorry grunge <laughs> the grudge. grudge yeah grunge um, is it that one yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't really have much else to say on the nun um, um yeah look i think they've, they've left some things that that will connect nicely like i think there's room for another film that i will really enjoy um oh I, wait, I will say just quickly there was good little um connective tissue between annabelle creation and this one they they uh directly look at a frame picture frame in the photo and it's like that is going to be in the cinema in like one year, <laughs> so remember those characters. Uh, so that was cool. Like yeah. I'm watching Animal oh. Creation, that was cool. And we haven't talked about the best line in the film. Oh yeah, which really was fantastic. It was a line of uh, they, they <laughs> holy finally, shit. They finally find the, the little vial of Jesus' blood, <laughs> holy and shit. Frenchie's like, "Holy shit!" And Demi Bashir's like, "The holiest." That cracked me up. There was actually no. To be honest, there was two parts of this film that really like. Proper belly laughs, that one. And uh, one that wasn't actually in the film, but Ben made me laugh so hard. There's a scene where the um, it's in the tra- it's all, in all the trailers, and it's I don't know if you heard this, George, but it was when the um, nun is following oh, her, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she turns around and she sees it, and something comes at it from yeah. the sides, from the side, and Ben just leant over and whispered to me, and goes, "Clever girl." <laughs> Fucking lost it. I, mean, the I think I heard that. Because <laughs> we just watched Jurassic Park last week. So yeah. was, oh, yeah, that, that really got oh, me. Like, it was just, good. it was it's so spot on. Yeah, this movie had well and truly lost me by the time the ending rolled around, but especially oh, yeah. when, when, when the nun's like, just really clearly just like a, doing a very bad job at yeah. being an all powerful demon and just like picks up Tyson Omega, who obviously has the blood in her mouth, and it lasts like 10 <laughs> seconds of like. Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna get my face right up in there, and she's like, <laughs> it's a very funny image of her, just like <laughs> vomiting blood over, and then, just looking like, where is it? What have you done with it? And you're like, oh god, why are you this dumb? Like you're meant to be this like ultra evil demon from mm. hell. Like Valak was fucking badass in Conjuring too, and yep. and just visually, I thought Valak towards the end with the the, the mouth. Mm. I don't think that really happened in this. So this is the thing that has always bothered me about these kind of horror films. And I'm just kind of getting used to it at this point. It's not going to change is um, I think that a lot of filmmakers assume that more is more where I think they sometimes forget that less is more. The nun is never creepier 
than when she's just walking down a hallway and lights are turning off around her. Like that's when she's at the scariest. Which is a painting, is that? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like yeah. it's really subtle horror is is always in these really subtle things. Like it's not. Um, and I had the same thing with like, for example, it. Like when um, the clown starts like you know going all deformed and stuff. Like that's not stuff I find creepy. That's just you know that's just whatever. Like a you know big teeth and like the red eyes and you know all that doesn't do anything for me it's the subtlety and that in in that is the power so that's why i love that scene where um frenchie's just walking through this you know it's the nun scene from or uh, it's from the nurses scene from silent hill Mm -hmm. which is such a creepy and iconic um scene but it's it's all in the subtlety it's in the tension it's not in seeing something chase after you it's in seeing um potential Mm. so um yeah when like the nun is like lifting people up by the neck and going like, i'm going to kill you and you're like yeah. all right i get yeah. it like give it a rest if you're an all if you're an all-powerful demon you probably don't need to choke someone yeah probably would have managed to kill all one person at least one like i mean like that's just like there's no danger in that point yeah. there, there seems to be no limitations battle. on the nun's powers but she doesn't get any shit done so. yeah except for actually doing something yeah. <laughs> it's her, her superpower is just being really creepy at times and it's like Ooh. well there we have it that's it first review in a while i enjoyed that mm. let's do it more often so did i, I enjoyed it more than the nun Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll be back next week with our review for The Predator. Hey. hey we made my it. birthday gift. Hey. I'm keen. Happy birthday, Ben. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday night. Here we come. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week for another episode. Bye, George. Goodbye. Bye, Bye. Bye everybody. Bye. <laughs> George left a while ago. This is the brand. This is the brand.